0: Here's our tech vlog. Dave Greenaway. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Man, listen. I'm sorry I have to say this. You are just on a roll. I think the past three weeks that you've been coming on air, every time when you come, Chiefs has three three points. And you are number two.
1: Hello. <sighs> you know what? <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to keep coming on the show then. Yeah, please. For as long as possible. Absolutely. Mm. You,
0: you are bringing them luck. You are number two. Yeah. It's Number like they're two. actually embarrassed. Hey, guys, 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 let's go because they're oh, 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 green away. is going on on Tuesday. So we don't want that Glenn to you know to tease him and say, Hi, hey, we're not winning. You win, they score. Or oh, they
1: score, you win. Oh, they score, they win. But I win also because yeah. then I don't have to be sad all day, every day. But yeah, no, it's, it's been going well. We're second. I mean, we need a few results to go for us still to stay second, but, Absolutely, but second is good. Second's fine. Absolutely. I'm happy with second. It's Fantastic. the second best place.
0: Sharp, sharp. So firstly, what are we talking about? What, what is this thing? What is this?
1: Okay, so if you've ever been in WhatsApp and you've sent a gif, like yes. a little moving picture to yes. someone else, yes, uh, you're using a service called Giphy. Are you um, serious? It, Yeah, it's integrated into a whole different bunch of places and it was bought by Facebook in 2020 but the UK Competition Commission has actually said that they can't complete it yet and they're actually saying that they should um, not complete the acquisition. So they've told Facebook that they have to basically not buy the company because it's anti-competitive because their product is used, Giphy is used in so many other places. So uh, anyone who uses uh, Slack at work, which is like corporate WhatsApp, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giphy is the service that's integrated in there, and the U.K. government feels that if Facebook owns all of this, they could start charging their competitors for it. Mm. Um, and because they didn't listen to the U.K. government, they've been fined 50 million pounds, which sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot to Facebook. It's just, you know, a <laughs> lot of money us.
0: <laughs> I mean, I you know, I've always had this feeling that, you know, um, Zuckerberg... And the Europeans don't get along because I know there was a time that they, he was meant to appear, um, you know, before the British government, and he never did. And I don't think they really like him that much.
1: Yeah. So the the European Union is actually, strangely enough, the the one that everyone's scared of because they're oh. the people that create most of the antitrust um, problems. So Microsoft back in the nineties got hit by the European Union with mm-hmm. a fine. Uh, Google's been hit by a couple of billion-dollar fines, I think, by the European Union, and obviously Facebook is scared of them. But no one's really scared of the UK in and of itself. However, this is one of those things. uh, Because Facebook has an office listed in the United Kingdom, they actually have to listen to the competition commission there. Um, Otherwise, they'll just carry on getting fined, and they could actually be prevented from operating in uh, in the country, which means they wouldn't be able to sell any. Advertising to any business in the United Kingdom, so this is going to become a thing later on. But it's it's just funny to see these regulators signing them, you know, like fifty million dollars. They don't actually care because they make more money than that in a day. Hmm.
0: Very interesting. Another interesting one here. What is this all about? Australia uh, making being a troll online harder. What's going on here? Uh,
1: so Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison um, has just introduced a new law. So it hasn't passed yet as far as I understand. It's just a bill at the moment. I haven't put it into law. But essentially what they're saying is um, people should have the right to complain on any social media network about someone abusing them, so being a troll towards them. Mm. And um, they should ask for that person to be unmasked essentially, so no longer being um, anonymous online and ah. um, and they're looking to put in rules about uh, if the posts are found to be defamatory so if they are illegal that Facebook and Twitter and the likes of them would actually have to um, unmask the person so make them uh, okay. make their real name known yeah. to the Australian government so they could then have criminal charges put against them yeah um, I, I'm not sure I'm totally for the whole thing but I do think that a lot of the vitriol like, if you look at what's said about uh, sportsmen, for instance, on social media, a lot of it's behind accounts that are, you know, the little Twitter egg, the brand-new account, or a fake Facebook account or a fake Instagram account. And it's just people mm. who want to say horrible things about someone else behind the mask of anonymity. And so I, I don't really think that this is the way to go, but I think this is a good step in the right direction of how we should be looking at So what's the way to go? Laws. What's the way to go? You know, the problem is, is that there's, There's a lot of good about being anonymous on the internet um, and the rights that it affords people who in normal society wouldn't have the same rights. I mean, I am a white dude. Generally, my life is pretty easy in terms of, you know, how people perceive me in the world. Um, That's just, you know, a legacy of how everything is. But there's a bunch of people out there, uh, whether they're, um, you know, gay or they have a different skin complexion to me, or there's a whole bunch of things that... Maybe, if everyone knew exactly who you were online, you'd be treated very differently to the way I get treated online. Mm. Um, and so anonymity there there is I mean that's just you know on the face of it, and then you go into you know countries where there's uh, authoritarian regimes who you can't say anything about them because they'll go and arrest you. So mm. there's a lot of places where being anonymous online is important mm. and gives people a great way to interact with everyone else and have the same experience online that I would have. But then there's a lot of times where that anonymity, you know, people wouldn't come out and say the things about, um, you know, Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford mm, and Bukayo mm. Saka after they missed those penalties at the end of Euro. Euros. They wouldn't say those things to their face. They wouldn't say those things in public mm. because they understand that those things are illegal. Mm. But in an anonymous social media account, they're willing to say those things and be outwardly racist um, yep. in public. And so there are you know, it's a fine line, which do we allow and when do we allow it? And I think there's got to be a lot of control about when we do unmask people, you know, if it's just, um, if it's any country can unmask someone, and you know, it's me saying, Cyril's done a rubbish job of, you know, managing, uh, you know, ESCOM. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the South African government decides that that's something that's illegal and now my anonymous account which i use they have to you know attach me to it and then i go to court mm. you know that's yeah No, i get you that we get into that
0: i get your explanation but yeah it's a i guess it's a it's a it's, it's a double-edged sword like Lelo would say it's exactly a yeah but yeah thank you so much what's our tech um tech uh, term of the week
1: uh, tech term of the week this week is semi automated offside technology. Um, mm. FIFA is trialing new technology, so, 12, 10 to 12 cameras on the field that are tracking the various limbs, so, arms and legs of all the players mm. to make offside calls even better. So, mm. like 50 times a second, everyone's legs, wherever they are on the pitch, are checked. So that if someone plays a pass, Mm. they can point that exact moment in time and make VAR decisions faster and better because they suck at the moment and we want to see them better.
0: Yeah, I think this was actually inspired by that game in the Italian league. I think it was Roma because apparently there's a player who was offside, but they still needed to check. But it just took long. I think it took about five minutes.
1: Yeah, so this is like automatically prompting the uh, video assistant referees with the correct decision. So. Immediately, as soon as they push a button, you know it's already prompting them with these are the times people were offside automatically. So it's all linked up together. So that decision can go from like you know two or three minutes, which is taking at the moment, down to like ten seconds, and we can get back on with the game. So it should be as long as a throw-in or a goal kick takes, basically, like a normal break in play.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dave Greenaway, for chatting to us, tech blogger. Have a lovely day and a lovely week.
1: Thanks, guys. You too.
0: Thank you. Yes. No. 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 With this whole thing of now FIFA looking at uh, introducing more technology in football, I feel that they are trying to, or what it's ha- what's going to happen, is turn football into a, in, an elite sport. There are already territories right now that cannot afford VAR. And now by tracking whether it's an offside because your limb is here, your leg is here, your arm is here, you know, make it simple. Do away with the offside rule. Do away with the offside rule. It has killed many, many games as far as I'm concerned. And putting in more technology within football, you're just turning it into another Formula One. I'll quickly give you Asin Wenger's number so you can talk to Asin Wenger. Thank you very much.